Hi, everybody. This is Julie Kerr, writer and director of the romantic comedy Geek Loves Punk. And today, or uh, tonight, I'm just going to do a movie review of the movie Parasite. It won like a million Oscars. <laughs> it won Best Picture. It won Best Director. I think it won Best Screenplay. It, it won a lot and, and, and as far as the Oscars. And it was very, very well-deserved. Um, and then um, what happened before coronavirus, so a couple of months ago, I went to see Parasite one of my favorite YouTubers, uh, Grace Randolph. She's amazing. I totally recommend her uh, YouTube show. Grace Randolph is is her name. And uh, yeah, so she talked about how Parasite was about the tension between rich people and poor people. Poor, bleh, sorry, the tension between rich people and poor people. And and it's a horror film. Like straight up, it's a horror horror film. Like there's no ambiguity about it. And I love it. It's so good. Okay, it's directed by a director named Bong Joon-ho. Uh, my friend who speaks uh, fluent Korean, she <laughs> corrected me on how to say his name. <laughs> I was saying it wrong. Okay, but the way I just said it was correct. Okay, so Bong, uh, Bong Joon-ho, that's his name. And uh, he's the director of the film. He's directed a lot of movies that I like. Um, he's directed... The Host, which is a really great monster movie. He's directed Snowpiercer, which I liked. It's like about a train. It's kind of got a... To me, it's got like a comic book feel to it. And I, I like that because I read comics. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway. But uh, but Parasite is like brilliant. It's it's absolutely brilliant. Um, so the first time I saw it was a couple months ago. Then it won the Oscar. And so my friends... Uh, I'm going to say their name. Uh, Young and Hannah... And then, then just a group of friends, they all wanted to go see it again once it won the Oscar. And I was like, yeah, totally, I'm down. So a whole group of us went to see uh, Parasite again, and it was great. I, I do got to say, one of my friends, he didn't realize it's like this horror film. He's this really sweet, cool guy. So he was a little, um, he he walked out traumatized. <laughs> He's like, he was a little, like, shaken up. Um if you're not used to horror films, then I just want you to, you should brace yourself because it's definitely a horror film. Uh, so I, I just want to say that. Um, yeah, so he, I guess he just doesn't watch a lot of horror films. Don't get me wrong, it is like horrifying the movie, but like, I, I don't know. If you've, if you've seen Scream, you know, the Scream franchise, which I grew up on because I, I grew, I was born in the 80s, grew up in the 90s. So if you've seen, if you, if you've seen the Scream franchise, then you can handle Parasite, just letting you know. But my buddy, who's so sweet, he just doesn't watch horror films. So he was quite shaken up when he watched, when he walked out of the theater. Um, the third time uh, I saw Parasite, uh, luckily this was, you know, before the whole uh, coronavirus thing happened, before everything was shut down. And uh, my buddy uh, Young, he's like, yo, they're showing Parasite in black and white at the Castro Theater. And um, and so me, him, uh, Hannah, and another friend, we were like, yeah, let's do it. And, you know, I was totally down to go see it. And I got to go to my favorite neighborhood in the Bay Area, which is the Castro. It's a predominantly uh, LGBTQ neighborhood. Now, anyone can go to the neighborhood, of course, <laughs> and people are going to be super friendly and nice. Uh, just if you go to that neighborhood, you're going to see a lot of rainbows, <laughs> like literally everywhere. Okay. So, um, but anyway, I saw the parasite in black and white. So I saw it three times in the movie theater and, 
Uh, yeah, so so I was like, well, I felt compelled to do a movie, movie review of the movie. Uh, because what would happen is my our my friends we we the first time I saw it was alone. I actually like to watch movies by myself for the first time for the most part, so I can just kind of process them by myself, you know, since I'm a filmmaker. But the second two times I saw the movie, we me and my friends we went and got food afterwards, and we could just we could we talked for hours and hours about the film because it just talks about so much. I won't do that to you here. <laughs> this is not going to be a four-hour podcast. Uh, anyway, so, but but I, I'll just talk briefly why I like the movie. Um, and here's the thing, like, absolutely, Parasite, the acting is outstanding. From a filmmaking standpoint, the acting's amazing. The, um, the way it's shot is gorgeous. They, a lot of the movie is in this gorgeous house. Like, the house is stunning. Um, I believe... They, they built the house for the movie. I'm not sure if that's right, though. So I should Google that. But, you know, it's all good. <laughs> but, uh, but, but anyway, um, yeah. Uh, but anyway, so, so from a filmmaking standpoint, for sure, it's a great movie. The reason I say it's a horror film, and I love that it's a horror film, I took a class in college called uh, American Horror class and 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 I was an English major I have an English degree a bachelor's in arts and English and what we did is we watched all these horror films and we just analyzed them the way like I also took a Shakespeare class you know I love my Shakespeare class too we just read tons of literature and we analyzed it and it was amazing so uh so so with my American horror class that I took we watched a lot of horror films and then we um read some like some Stephen King novels, some H.P. Lovecraft, and we analyzed it. Um, so there's this new genre of uh, horror. I learned about this at a comic book convention. It's called social horror. And if you see the movie Get Out, which was brilliant, um, directed by Jordan Peele, uh, that movie, you know, it's a horror film hands down, but it has really great social commentary about uh, racism, how racism is absolutely horrible, and it is. Um, so this one with Parasite, it's about the tension between rich people and poor people. And, uh, and it, it's stunning. It's beautiful. The music, the soundtrack is stunning. I mean, um, kudos to the music because it just fits the film so well. Okay. And the, the other thing I want to say is the first, I'd say, 45 minutes of the movie or the first two acts of the movie, if you will, uh, you're kind of just getting to know, you're getting to know the rich family and you're getting to know the poor family. And everything's being set up. It's a really good screenplay, really good movie. And then the third act, it like hits, like boom. As soon as the third act hits, man, does it get amped up. And that's when you know this is a horror film, like, like straight up. And... What I liked about the class I took in college is horror isn't some and hey this is me my I love Disney right <laughs> so I, you know I'd rather be watching cartoons or whatever but what we learned in in in, in class uh horror horror isn't some it doesn't have to be I mean it's fine if it is it doesn't have to be some trashy or I don't know it's easy to dismiss the genre of horror, right? It's easy to do that. You can totally do that if you want. 
But what Parasite shows or even Get Out, it sh- which Get Out won an Oscar too, I think, for Best Screenplay. So what what horror can also do is, you know, it can be trashy or whatever. You can dismiss it. Or horror as a genre, like good horror, it's a way to use fiction for us to explore the more sinister aspects of society. And what that means is, you know, horror films, it's not that they're trying to be, and you kind of know it when you see it, they're not necessarily trying to be salacious. I mean, they're always trying to entertain. Definitely with horror films, you're trying to invoke a little bit of fear. Definitely with, that's what you're doing when you, if you sit down to write a horror screenplay, that's what you're doing. But but they're meant to, like, really good horror, like Get Out or Parasite. It's meant to explore you know, it's a, it's a safe place as in it's not, I mean, it's fiction, right? Parasite is fiction. So it's okay. You're safe if you're watching Parasite, the movie, because it's, it's not real, so to speak. But the stuff it's talking about is very real. But what horror does is it provides a space for us to explore the more sinister aspects, excuse me, of society, the more sadder part aspects of society. And so what Parasite does is it gives, it talks about um, the tension between rich people and poor people, or even if we go fancy, socio, you know, we're going to use fancy words, socioeconomic inequality. You know, that's what the movie's talking about. And that's a tough subject, right? So all the, all the, uh, all, that's what all the political, right? That's a hot topic. That That's it. You know what I mean? So that's what all the politicians, whether you lean left or right or whatever, that's a big issue right now, right? That's what all the voting's about. There's tension between Bernie and, you know, Bernie Sanders and uh, Joe Biden. Bernie kind of represented a more progressive, um, I mean, they're both highly intellectual. I mean, I respect them both. Absolutely. Um, but Bernie Sanders represented a more progressive movement and uh, Joe Biden represents more of a, a more established, a more established, so to speak, Democrat, um, but, but both highly intelligent, uh, nothing but respect for both of them. But anyway, that was, that was a hot, to- that's a hot, to- hot topic right now as far as the presidential primaries that's going on right now as far as the Democratic primaries. Um, or it's a hot topic right now as far as coronavirus, See, just seeing how our society is being shaken up by this pandemic. Um, so, but going back to Parasite, so yeah, Parasite deals with the tension between rich people and poor people. And what you see with the poor people um, is just like they live in a city. Um, the circumstances they live in is hard. You can, you can, you just, to me, it evokes empathy because of how tough, uh, the situation—it's how tough the situation they live in is. It's, it's just tough. It's a tough go of it. Um, and so I, I grew up poor as well. I grew up in in the '90s poor, and then I didn't have. Um, but I gotta say, I didn't live in a city. I lived in rural. It's a hard word to say, but rural, <laughs> rural Virginia. Uh, where the cost of living was really low. So I didn't know I grew up poor until I went to college and I grew up with kids who, I went to college with kids who um, the suburbs, they grew up in the suburbs of D.C. And by definition, you know, you tend to be upper middle class if you grow up in the in the suburbs of D.C. And so that's when I first encountered upper middle class people. And I was like, oh, 
I grew up poor. <laughs> but it wasn't a big deal. Um, but anyway, but growing up poor, there is a little bit of shame that can come with it. Um, it's just a different way to grow up. Uh, it's all I can say, you know what I mean? And, um, anyway, so you see how the poor family lives in Parasite and it's just like tough, you know, their circumstances are tough. Um, and, and you don't hear too much about the dad, like why they're in those circumstances. It kind of, it kind of doesn't necessarily, to me, it doesn't matter. I, I just philosophically, I don't believe that people quote unquote deserve to be poor. That's just not my belief system. I think, I think, I don't know. I'm not a politician, but I think there's enough abundance in the world that there's enough to go around for everyone to live a comfortable, happy life. You know, um, I'm not a politician. I don't write laws. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I just believe, hey, the key to life is we should all be really good to each other. That That's all. But yeah, so it's interesting. Like it, it tackles this very serious subject and it tackles it where it well so it's about the tension between rich people and poor people so that's one thing i really like about the movie the second thing i like about the movie is parasite deals with the burden of being poor and you just see it uh kudos to the main actor i don't want to butcher their names uh because i don't speak korean but the lead actor who plays the poor dad I mean, he's been in a lot of movies. I think he's pretty much a movie, a bona fide movie star as far as South Korea is concerned. And he is um, so much heart and soul comes through his eyes. But yeah, so I, yeah, so it does deal with just just uh, people who don't have a lot are just dealing with a lot more than people who do have a lot. And, you know, that's so it deals with that and does it does that really well. Okay, but having said that, my third favorite thing about the movie is that all the characters have a lot of nuance, and I love it. So sometimes the poor family, they're being assholes, or they're being mean, they're being manipulative, you know what I mean? I mean, I always feel empathy because uh, of the circumstances that they're living in. And hey, I grew up poor, but they're in some ways, sometimes they're like obje- objectifying the rich people, they're just seeing them as money bags and that kind of thing. Um, but, but at other times you see the poor family being kind and loving and caring, like you see their human, their good side too. Um, the rich family, I think they made a point of showing like the, the rich wife, she's charming, she's sweet. Um, she really cares about her children. Like they show her, uh, I don't know, they made her very likable, and I think they did a, that on purpose, and the actress who played, like, the rich wife, she's very charming and likable, and, and they did that on purpose, um, and she, and she very much cares about her kids, um, the, the rich dad, I mean, there's, he, I think he's pretty much a jerk, but, you know, with the nuance, he's a really good father overall, they show him being, like, a good father, he loves his kids, um, so they gave him, nuance as well like all the characters are very multi very layered like not one dimensional at all um so so it's it makes for a really interesting movie um one thing i wanted to say so i so i recommend the movie and i i don't want to spoiler it too much so just definitely watch it it's it's streaming on hulu right now it's definitely it's the type of movie though uh just sit you just gotta sit down and watch it you know what i mean like you you can't 
you don't really want to do your laundry. I mean, you can. You can do your laundry while you're watching it. Well, also, it's uh, it's in Korean, so <laughs> you're going to be reading subtitles, which is not a big deal to me. Uh, I've listened to K-pop, and I've watched, like, Korean dramas, so, like, I'm used to subtitles. You get you get used to it. It's not really a big deal. You start. I know, like, I start thinking I can understand Korean. Maybe one or two words, but not quite. I'm not quite there as far as understanding fluent Korean without the subtitles. But yeah. So anyway, first of all, there's subtitles. You got to read the subtitles. But it is the kind of movie that where it's worth just sitting down and watching it. Um, it's a thinker. Like, uh, like I said, me and my friends have talked about it for hours, like hours, because. <laughs> because of the subject matter that it talks about and then then just the 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 filmmaking the 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 quality uh this is what good filmmaking is like every aspect the way it was shot the acting there's not one bad act the acting performance is outstanding and yeah uh and so the the thing i wanted to say last thing i'll leave on the uh i'll leave it at this um so there's this really big giant rock. It's sort of like decorative or whatever. And um, it's it's given as a gift to the poor son. And I feel like it's it's symbolic, but it, it it's basically this big giant rock that's supposed to help you. It's like good luck or something. Like it represents bringing a lot of wealth into your family or something, I believe. Um, so you'll see the, the, the poor son carrying around this giant decorative rock and it's huge. And I believe it symbolizes the burden of having to, the burden of money in a way. And what I saw was what I like about that is, so the the movie ends and I'm not spoiling if I say this, like basically the movie ends talking about, actually this is a little bit of a spoiler alert right now cut it off if you haven't seen it and you don't want to be spoiled alert one i'm gonna count to five one two three four five okay so he has this giant rock and at the end of the movie you know we look at him and he realizes what he says at the end of the movie where it's a shot of just like the face of the poor son and he talks about how he's going to uh how he has to make as much money as possible that he can make to help out his dad. And he talks about how he's not going to care about romance. He's not going to care about leisure. He's only going to care about making as much money as possible so he can help his dad. And the bird and the burden of that because he, he doesn't start off with a lot of money. So the burden of him having to do that, I, I liked what The Rock recomm- uh, represented, just the burden of having to only care about hustling and making money. Um, and, and what I like about it as well is just that, so one of my friends said, you know, when we had dinner afterwards, he's like, he's never going to make it. Like, he's always going to be stuck in that position. And he said that about the, the poor son. And respectfully, I, I disagree with my friend. I don't necessarily think that's, quote unquote, the message of the movie. And I'm not even sure if the movie has, like, a message necessarily. But I, I definitely don't agree with that. What I want to say is, because I believe South Korea is, like, a first world country the way America is. So 
it's not to say the, the, the poor son won't make it. It's not to say he won't raise, make tons of money and help out his dad. It's not to say he won't do that. It's just to say that like one of his jobs is folding pizza boxes. So it's just to say that he's going to have to fold a lot of pizza boxes, like a lot. He's going to have to work hard and hustle and hustle and hustle and hustle. And in my opinion, he's going to have to work like 50 million times harder than the rich kids who, who are depicted as very sweet. Like they do a good job of showing the kids as being sweet. But the poor son's going to have to work 50 times harder than anyone who has a silver spoon in their mouth, was born with a silver spoon in their mouth, basically. Um, you know, and, and, and basically it's just showing like, hey, people who don't have a lot, they're going to have kind of a tougher go of it, but they're going to be they're going to be fine versus people who 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 do have a lot. Um, and, and for sure, money doesn't buy you happiness. Um, and you can Google by itself. It doesn't. You can Google what happens to lottery winners. Um, and you'll you'll read some very tragic stories. Um, so uh, money doesn't money by itself doesn't buy happiness. But um, but it does point out the burden of the son you know that he's gonna you know i i believe he's gonna make it i i believe he's gonna do well in life because they they show him as being really smart and caring about his family and being a good person like they show him being good uh, you know but i just think he's gonna have to work really 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 hard and the burden of working really hard and raising lots of money so he can help his dad, I empathize. It, it, it invokes a lot of empathy that he's going to have to do that. Um, I don't know. So, so yeah. So, Parasite's a really good movie. I totally recommend it. I, I, th- I think it's great. Um, yeah. And so, I, I think you should, you should watch the movie for sure. <laughs> and it's streaming on Hulu, uh, by the way. Okay. I'm going to leave you with a quote. Uh, one of my friends who's really super, uh, awesome, he left a comment, um, yeah, so I'm just gonna take a look here. Alright, so my friend Edward Gonzalez, he's awesome, his, his comment on my YouTube, YouTube, uh, episode where I talk about Parasite, here's what he said, uh, poor, the word poor depends on your desires and necessities. If your desires are to be present, to cultivate inner peace and love for everything, then you can say you're rich. You do not need coffee, expensive clothing, fancy meals, the newest iPhones. If you can allow your intuition to move you in the direction that it says to go, then no goals, no restrictions, no demands tie you down. And so you are rich and free. That's the definition of being rich. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. And I'm going to quote myself. This is me. Let's all love each other and be really good to each other. Uh, Julie Kerr. <laughs> okay. All right. Stay stay tuned. I'm about to plug my website. Thank you so much for listening. Watch the movie. And then let's just do everything we can to make sure that everybody's living the most awesome life ever. Right? Let's just be really good to each other. Okay. Um, all right. So stay tuned. I'm about to plug my website. Thanks so much and go watch Parasite and be really good to yourself. Okay, bye.
Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Uh, Yes, I am Julie Kerr, writer and director of the romantic comedy Geek Loves Punk. And here's my call to action. Uh, If you could mosey on over to my website, www.juliekerrstudios.com. That's where you can check out the romantic comedy that I did uh, make called Geek Loves Punk. Um, It's available at my website. You can also see tons of uh, free content, blogs, YouTube videos, uh, quote cards, and also... Uh, uh, my biggest call to action is if you could join my email list. If you join my email list, you immediately get access to a PDF worksheet that I designed and, and you get access to a video that, ha- that explains how to use the worksheet. So, uh, what I did was I created a worksheet that helps you cultivate more love, joy, and kindness into your life every day. So, um, I grew up in an abusive home as a child and as an adult, I'm doing quite well. Uh, I studied personal development my whole life. Also watching tons of movies and reading tons of comics as a kid that helped too. (laughs) But, um, as, as an adult, I, I, uh, studied personal development. And so what I've done is I've put down five daily habits that I do every day that just help me feel really good and awesome and amazing. And that puts me in a place where I can go and follow my dreams. So I created this easy PDF that, um, you can download and use yourself and follow the five daily habits that I do every day that help you, um, that help you feel good every day. Um, so yeah, if you could go join my email list, that would be super amazing. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you're having the best day ever and hang in there. Things are, things are weird right now with the coronavirus, but I truly believe in my heart of hearts that everything's going to be okay. So just have faith that everything's going to be okay. Thank you so much. I'm Julie Kerr, writer and director of the romantic comedy Geek Loves Punk, and God bless.